Hello, and welcome to Simply Soundbites, a new segment on the Simply Stated podcast. In each mini episode, we try to explain a trending definition or topic in the news in 10 minutes or less. So we are joined once again by Matt Lambert. He's our resident expert here on a lot of non-bank issues. Thanks so much for joining me, Matt. I got two quick questions for you. Uh, One is, what is a crypto payment? A lot of people know what Bitcoin is or what other coins are, but I want to get the right definition of what a crypto payment is. And then as opposed to that, what is a crypto exchange? Because there are these companies popping up now that are making payments for folks and are an exchange. And I want to make sure I understand the difference between these two things. Sure. Uh, well, crypto payments are essentially money transmission-like transactions. Uh, but instead of fiat currencies, so dollars, yen, pounds, euros, uh, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, XRP are used instead. Uh, there are some questions about uh, what does it mean to transmit when the value is held on a distributed ledger? And most states take the uh, position that if the company is in control of the access to and from that distributed ledger uh, and the personal keys that trigger uh, a transaction, then they are engaged in money transmission or a or specified version of it relating to cryptocurrency in their statute. A crypto exchange, on the other hand, is a trading platform where crypto assets are bought and sold as commodities. These are uh, typically separate from the licensed money transmission part of uh, uh, crypto exchange operations. Uh, They do impact the overall enterprise risk management structure of a crypto firm, uh, but that activity itself is not regulated under money transmitter statutes. All right, so you you got at something critical here about crypto payments, and it's who holds the money. And that is why when we're talking about transmitting money, we have to make sure we understand who holds it. And what you were saying was, even though there's this ledger, and the ledger says you know, which keys uh, have possession of this, the uh, possession is more defined by, I've got the private key, so I can access the public key, so I have this money, therefore I'm in possession of it. That's right. All right. And then uh, when they want to make a payment to another person, do they need to use a crypto exchange? Uh, no. Uh, it depends you know, where you got the cryptocurrency from. Do you already have it? I mean, do you need to go out and get some? And then mm-hmm. you're probably going to do it through an exchange mm-hmm. uh, so that you can make the payment. Uh, or you already have it. So if I'm sending you one Bitcoin, uh, then then I already have it. It's good to go. And that would be a licensed transmission in uh, a lot of states. The exchange itself would be so I could take my U.S. dollars, go buy the Bitcoin I wanted, and then the money transmission activity is I'm taking the money and I'm sending it to you uh, using the distributed ledger and the system that kind of goes in place. Right. Uh, And this is where the exchange gets tricky. And The way I like to describe it is there's two types of currency exchange. Forget the crypto. Mm -hmm. There's the kiosk at the airport where I give you $100 and you give me, I don't know, 75 pounds. Uh, And then there are entire uh, floors uh, on Wall Street in Chicago, in London, uh, where they trade, buy, and sell as commodities large sums of funds. So the 
the states are most concerned with that kiosk at the airport, mm -hmm. not to the, the commodities trading uh, that you see okay. in the large banks. That's, wha that's where it comes into play with crypto. Is the exchange uh, that's going on, is it more like the airport or is it more like a, uh, a business of buying and selling for profit? Uh, and that is a, a distinct dividing line where some states, if it's the airport model, it's going to be regulated. If it's the Wall Street model, it's not. And so that line can be, it's distinct, but companies can really blur that line then between am I, am I giving people money so they can, can you know, engage in buying and selling using cryptocurrency or am I part of a broader more stock market-based movement of activity or more you know, exchange-based for companies. That's right. And that's where states like Texas and Kansas are helpful. They've got some guidance uh, uh, signaling where this is taking place. Uh, FinCEN as well. And the, the, tech, uh, the terminology that's used is typically an on-ramp and an off-ramp. If there are dollars in the on-ramp and off-ramp, then it is going to be... Uh, regulated or subject to BSA AML requirements. Uh, if it is all crypto on the on-ramp and off-ramp, some states will license it, some won't. It's going to depend on the state. So at the moment, it seems like everyone kind of agrees if I'm just sending my money to you as two human beings, there's no licensing needed for that to happen. Right, but if it's done through a third-party app, uh, a crypto app, then it, it would. Right. And then, with some exceptions, to, there are some states that don't touch it at all. Yeah. And then uh, everyone largely agrees that the big um, Wall Street style exchange of money is more in the hands of someone like the SEC or someone like that. Well, you'll have to ask them that. Yeah. But uh, the uh, CFTC for Commodities Exchange, uh, they've been uh, active on the enforcement front. And it's nothing that would be out of the normal if it was regular dollars or uh, another fiat currency. If, if there is a wash trade, there is a wash trade. It doesn't matter how you're doing it. Other you know, fraud schemes or you know, pumping and dumping schemes, that's all going to go through the CFTC, potentially the SEC. But again, it's in the context of trading, not transmitting. Right. And so that, that key middle area where people are are, are transmitting or they're just going to get you know spend their dollars to get the Bitcoin. That's the spot that the states are really focused and honed in on. For those states that are licensing those entities, they want to make sure that they get them licensed and that that's clarified. That's right. And this is one area, too, where the uh, Uniform Law Commission's Uniform Money Services Act was really on point. Uh, they wrote that, I think the drafting was in 2000, and they were smart enough to put in the definition of money transmission, uh, not just money, not just transmitting money, but transmitting monetary value. Uh, and that is uh, the key where uh, a lot of states don't have cryptocurrency, virtual currency, uh, nothing specific in their statute, except for that uh, monetary value piece that is a, a product of the UMSA that I don't know how they predicted the future like that, but uh, they did a pretty good job and uh, made things applicable uh, or at least uh, tweakable for uh, regulators in the future. That's really interesting. So 
then if I can summarize the, the state's role in making all of this work is that they're primarily interested in that point where a consumer touches a business that is helping them engage in these transactions as opposed to uh, large companies engaging with one another um, in exchanges and as opposed to maybe one consumer and another consumer just engaging with one another. That's right. And you can, you can track that from a data standpoint too in the... Uh, NMLS MSB call report, we have crypto transactions. And if you run it against uh, uh, total Bitcoin transactions uh, through the blockchain, we're only talking maybe between 1% and 5% of all transactions being these regulated transactions, the rest being trading volume or you know peer-to-peer kind of uh, exchanges. So uh, it's still a lot. We're still talking many billions of dollars, but there is a broader ecosystem out there that is not within the traditional money transmission walls. Well, that's really interesting, and I look forward to seeing in the future how states continue to advance uh, understanding of this and the licensing process. I really appreciate it, Matt. Thank you, Matt.